So are you ready to PR yourself? We'll remove the mystery from all things PR and we'll discuss everything from our top strategies to tips and tricks and everything that you can utilize to further enhance your brand or your message. I've been in media, I'm a journalist, and I'm also a publicist. I am Leah Frazier, CEO of Think3 Media and your host for PR Yourself with Leah Frazier. Let's go. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of PR Yourself with Leah Frazier. I must say, you guys made season one a hit, and it made me so happy to hear from so many of you guys via email, direct message on how you're going to PR yourself better, especially as we move into 2021. So thank you so much for all the kind words and for all of you guys that are leaning in and putting in the work. This podcast is for you. So for those of you who are looking for a little bit extra oomph for your businesses and for your brands, I have something for you. Be sure to always visit PRYourselfWithLeahFraser.com. Make sure you're signed up for our email list where I send out episode recaps. I'm going to send out when I'm doing webinars, when I'm going to be live. I'm going to send out when we're offering our next live course. So be sure to sign up for that email list, PRYourselfWithLeahFraser.com and never miss an update. That way you can PR yourself better and um, just do bigger and better things as we move into 2021. Also, exciting news. My book, PR Yourself, will be coming in 2021. So be sure to go to PRYourselfBook.com and sign up again for that email list. You're not going to want to miss when pre-sales drop. You're going to want to be the first to get this book in your hand. And I'm not kidding you guys. I was on the phone yesterday with an organization that's going to have me do a workshop in June and they have already pre-ordered 50 copies. The manuscript is not even turned in yet and they have pre-ordered their 50 and you're going to want to get yours too. So PR Yourself bookcom And lastly, if you're, you're like Leah, you know what? I need that hands-on training with you every single month, whether it's marketing, whether it's PR. Hey guys, I have something super affordable for you. You're going to want to go to think3media.com forward slash think3edu. And you're going to sign up for our subscription service. It's only 49 bucks a month, you guys. And what you get is one live you heard it right. One live session with me on a marketing or hot PR topic of the month. And then you're also going to get a mastermind session with other business and brands that are just like you, where maybe you're stuck on an issue. What we do when we mastermind together, we help you to get unstuck so that for those next 30 days before you go into the next month where we do another session, you can work on that item and take your business or your brand from one level to the next. That's what it's there for. So go to think3media.com forward slash think3edu and sign up for our subscription service. That way you're always learning on how to market yourself better and how to PR yourself better as we move into 2021. And without further ado, enjoy this latest episode and stay tuned. And welcome, 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 welcome back to another episode of PR Yourself with Leah Frazier. I have a very special guest in the studio who likes to stay behind the scenes. And I said, you know what? F that. You're coming on my show because there is no way I'm going to hype you up, which she doesn't even know. There's one of the episodes, I think, episode two or three, where I was bragging about a bang up job she did for her client Soiree Coffee Bar. And I was like, look, you've got to come into the studio. So without further ado, Jen, 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 Jen. Now, is it Iro or Eero? Eero. Jen Eero. Eero. It's Eero, baby. Jen Eero of Jean Eero 
Public Relations is in the house. Hey, y'all. How are you? I got you out. <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> I feel like that is my major accomplishment of the month. <laughs> Clap for yourself. Clap for me. Because Jennifer does not come out, y'all. Not at all. Mm-mm. Behind the scenes, 100%. And when I say behind the scenes, I mean, if you if you go to any event that she's running, she's normally the one running around. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I'm going to... You know, I'm going to knight you as the regulator. <laughs> yes, I like that. <laughs> I like that. She regulates everything. <laughs> and so I know the first time that we met, I think it was like an African show. Mm-hmm. A Freema. Yes, it was a Freema. And it was just like, you you didn't, you know, I think with great publicists, sometimes you don't even need to know who they are because they're doing so much behind the scenes and making it happen. That was you. But I just knew by the way she was moving, like, this girl's important. Like, she is out here just, like, smacking the whip. <laughs> That's so funny. You were literally hyping me up. Thank you so much. I am so serious, <laughs> but I want everybody to get to know you and who you are so tell us a little bit about how long you've been in PR and what you have going on so honestly I've been in doing public relations for going on six years now so a lot of it has been behind the scenes because I'm really as a publicist I'm not the one that's supposed to be in front I'm supposed to be behind so that's the first thing that I like to can you say that one more time As a publicist, I am not the person that is supposed to be in front. I'm supposed to be behind. So that's why you'll always see me behind the scenes. You may not know it's me, but I'm always working. So oh, we know it's you. <laughs> so I've been doing this for six years. I love it. It's my passion. I actually learned. Um, I actually got started started doing this for my mentor. She probably doesn't know she's my mentor. Well, she does. I say it all the time. But Jennifer Anwumere. <laughs> I'm gingerbread marketing. Yes, yes, yes. Like, shout outs to Jen. Jen, her drive, who she is, what she's been doing, that just inspired me. Um, and she took me under her wing. And so I learned the ropes, honestly, from Jen, Gingerbread or Jennifer Anwumere. And I really appreciate her. Hats off to her because this is why I do what I do. And... I'm not somebody who, again, likes to be in the public because it's not about me. It's about my work. It's about my client. It's about my structure. It's about the organization. It's all about that. And that's what I truly enjoy doing. And that's how I will always move behind the scenes. And she is moving, y'all. I'm like, Energizer Bunny energy. (laughs) But definitely one where when she sends you something or... You know, we talk a lot about PR and relationships and especially because I'm kind of like this hybrid between journalists and publicists. Mm -hmm. When on the journalist side, there are certain people that when you see an email or you get a text message or a call comes through that you just make that time. And they because they have established those relationships. Mm -hmm. Jen is one of those individuals. I get it. I'm (laughs) like, you know, when you sent me the message about soirees, like, yes, girl, I'll be there. And then your latest client with uh, Black Girl Magic Museum. It was like, yes, I'll be there. I hadn't even looked at my calendar. But again, it's that relationship where if they have that with that journalist or that media outlet, um, that's a really big deal. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, I agree. It's very important. Whenever, as a publicist, you always want to, you always want to build your, build and establish your relationships first because that is how you gain respect. That is how you, you kind of gain your, your clientele and your contacts. And that's how you keep a constant organic, again, organic relationship. With, what is that word for today? <laughs> organic. Organic. <laughs> organic. Like, listen, like nothing, nothing is by force. You don't want to force stuff. You don't, you don't want to force relationships. You don't want to force yourself on people. You really, people have to see you for who you are and how you work. And that's how you gain respect in this industry. That's how you gain 
like knowledge. That's how you gain acceptance and trust. You know what I mean? It's truly by building organic relationships and organic, I, organic. Let's say it again. Organic. organic. <laughs> <laughs> so I really take my time to understand and learn from people and not just people, but like as a publicist, publicist, excuse me, you work directly with media. So that's the most important thing. If you really want to like thrive in this industry, you got to learn how to be and build organic relationships with with journalists and writers, editors, producers, the all that in a third. You know what I'm saying? And that is through organic relationships. You know what I mean? But that, yeah. And it's so funny that you said that we we have another publicist talking about the exact same thing, mm-hmm. Erica Anderson. But to that point, I mean, have you ever? Because I've had this happen before, mm-hmm. where you're working your magic, which takes time mm-hmm. when you're working on a PR campaign, and maybe a client kind of jumps the gun. And I've had one that has actually reached out to like a TV personality on their private Facebook, trying to low key pitch a segment in Facebook Messenger, and the anchor reached out to me and was like. <laughs> Just letting you know I'm not responding to this. And it's because you don't have the relationship. Mm-hmm. You don't have, if I did it, they know me. We're friends. Mm-hmm. But you're just trying to kind of sweeten them up mm-hmm. to get a TV segment. And you don't have that, like you said, that organic relationship mm-hmm. to DM them mm-hmm. for a TV segment. Yes. And that kind of will get you blacklisted sometimes, especially if you do it repeat- repeatedly. But the way you you go about that is literally you can hire a publicist or you learn the approach. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You learn it's all the about approach. that approach. Y'all. You learn who because mo- this is the thing that most people do. Most people don't even know. Listen, there's a lot of writers. There's a lot of journalists. There's a lot of editors, producers, ABC, XYZ, and they all work in different different areas within you know media. Some focus on on lifestyle. Some are reporters. Some Work, focus on like beauty all this stuff you have to know their beat okay Thank you, you have to know their beat because you can't if you if you are a a brand or a company that you know owns um let me see uh you're a tech company you can't be pitching to a crime reporter or you can't be you can't be pitching to a writer who writes for beauty you can't do that because that's one they're, they're gonna ignore you one and they're not gonna even want to entertain your conversation at the same time Whenever, if you don't have a publicist and you want to, you have the bandwidth and you want to do things on your own, you have to, again, develop a relationship with, with that person. You can't cold pitch all the time because they will look at you like you're crazy and they won't respond to you. And you're really honestly kind of losing credibility. You know what I mean? And that's the one thing that I always tell my clients, like, if you have the bandwidth to hire a public rela- relations agency or you can do it yourself, go go either route, but make sure you're doing it correctly and you're following the correct steps and you're not just all, all, always, excuse me, cold pitching or just doing things like sporadically because because journalists, writers, producers have a mutual understanding and respect for publicists because they work directly with those individuals. Mm-hmm. So that is the proper way and the most professional way to kind of get in or create that synergy, not always doing things cold, coldly. You get what I'm saying? So always have that, always have that. I would say that understanding. Yeah. I love that you, uh, 
hit on all of that because it's sometimes I think in the social media world people just kind of get comfortable or in the digital world yeah. and you you just like hit up the hey homegirl or hey mm-hmm. sis and it's like we've never met before mm-hmm. <laughs> you know don't let's warm up to that you know you're asking me to marry you before we actually dated <laughs> can we this is a dance get to know me those <laughs> yeah. type of things mm-hmm. it's so funny because yesterday I did global entrepreneurship week almost like a similar panel and the editor the senior editor for fort worth magazine inc was on and he was saying the same thing like he's like uh pro tip i like coffee yes so Mm -hmm. i I normally take my editors out Mm -hmm. for like hey girl let's meet for coffee so i can tell you what i have coming up absolutely and it's it's kind of like a friendly thing don't you like to go have coffee and you know drinks with your friends absolutely see i love that you said that because i believe in incentivizing people okay <laughs> just I'm wait like, if you would have seen her face when she said that it was like <laughs> <laughs> i believe because that's the way that most people's hearts you know what i mean you gotta always give them something for them to either open up their eyes or ears or listen to you and i know it's kind of like you gave us massages at the uh, <laughs> Swaray Coffee I believe, Bar opening. I truly believe in incentivizing people, especially my media contests, because, contests because they go through a lot. To believe it or not, they have a lot of work to do. They, they, you know, they go through a lot, and so just taking that time out to do something for them or to to take them out to lunch, jitter, whatever that and a third is really appreciated, and they'll remember you that way. I, I, that's what I do. Anybody who I invite out to an event or anybody who I con- who I'm in contact with, I will always make sure they go home with something. I really will. She I will does. always make sure you're taken care of. Anything that I do, just know you're either gonna, you're going to get fed. Yeah. You're going to have oh drinks. <laughs> you're going to have drinks. You'll go home with some type of gift, whatever. You'll meet so many people that you probably never met before. I mean, like I literally am in the business of opportunity. You get what I'm saying? I'm a creative. So I like to make those relationships. I like to let people meet people. You know what I mean? It's just a really good opportunity. And people remember that. Let me say that again. People remember that. They remember how you treat them. I do. And they'll come back. So I'm a hundred percent big on incentivizing like anybody not just media but people in general who come out and support and just show up you get what i'm saying look me in my eyes when i say i can be bought (laughs) i can be bribed (laughs) that's good enough i will get you that article (laughs) times three so bribe me away jen (laughs) bribe it away (laughs) i'm just saying it works that's that's actually a major key that's a pro tip right there so definitely write that down for those who want to know how you can get close to people and what works you get what i'm saying some things do work sometimes you have to really take more time to learn people and learn what they like but you can never go wrong with incentivizing people honestly you can never you can never go wrong I love that. I want to talk just briefly about there's a lot of you're like the queen of events. Okay, (laughs) seriously, I'm going to send you the episode where I was like, this was awesome. Um, So many people right now are either doing in person events and trying to make it work during Mm -hmm. COVID. There's virtual events like in just a basic, basic overview. Like what's some of the key tricks to having a successful, entertaining event that just doesn't seem like, oh, it's another event that I have to go through, like from a PR perspective. So they're like virtual events are the new thing now. It's probably going to be the new thing for some time now, but every, yes, everybody is doing virtual events. And even me, I'm do I do a virtual event, but it's a, it's an actual like strategic virtual event. It's called the writer's room. But my, my takeaway and my key on that is again, incentivize people. You know what I mean? Because yes. for their time, because yes, you know, it's not a, a physical event, but just having having a brand send them something in the mail. 
like days or weeks before the actual event, talking about stuff that is constructive, that is trending within the climate, that kind of goes within, you know, what they're looking for, kind of understanding who you're, you're, um, you're having a part of those events and what they're looking for and what their need is. That will always make your virtual event conductive and, and constructive. You know what I mean? You really have to think about virtual events because they can't. A lot of these virtual events that people are doing are all the same. You know what I mean? They're really all the. No offense, but they really are. Let's do a panel session. <laughs> exactly. So if you're gonna do a panel session or a panel, or whatever, you gotta think about look, kind of study and see other big, bigger panel event, virtual events, and see what they do and improvise and do it differently you get what i'm saying because it's redundant and there's really no creativity behind it. it is boring there's really no creativity behind it and if you want to go that that route and like getting a, a known figure or a public figure to hype it up it a bit make sure it aligns with your brand and make sure that it aligns and it makes sense don't just go and get somebody who's is just hyped up they're trending they have clout. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. I'm a, I'm a stickler when it comes to stuff like that. Just make sure you're working with people and working with brands and working with individuals that align and, and, and that bring value. The key word is value. Whenever people see value in what you're doing, they will value you and mm-hmm. they will value your movement. You get what I'm saying? I am, who girl? <laughs> I am, I am somebody that is big on value. Okay. I'm big on value because whenever I bring value, people learn. People they they they, they um they're inspired. They're um they're just excited. You know what I mean? And they they take away value. I'm all about providing value. I'm all about connecting. I'm all about opportunities. So always whatever virtual event or whatever event you're doing, make sure it's valuable and make sure instead of just doing it from the mindset of I'm gonna do. A, I think sometimes people do things because it's coming from a selfish place. Like I'm going to do this because I want to put on a virtual event or I want the spotlight on me Mm -hmm. versus what value can I bring to my audience Mm -hmm. that makes this kind of a larger than life thing. Absolutely. We can read that from a mile away. Absolutely. And then that's good. And then make sure it's, it's quality over quantity. So your virtual events can't just be like open to any and everybody. Like I did it. I did my very first virtual event earlier this year. It was the writer's room, the first one. And I let, everybody (laughs) and although it was good it was good people like connected people you know gotta introduce themselves to different writers it was just too many people in the room and i really feel like it was just oversaturated and the people were just you know just pressed and they're just doing a lot and i didn't it was valuable but now that i know that this is a need and people want really want this like i'm now going to just I'm monitoring the amount of people that come into the room. I'm ma- I'm monitoring and making sure that it's going to be a constructive event that people are the 30 people, the only 30 people. It used to be like I, I allowed 100 people in the room. Mm-hmm. Now now 30 people that are going to register for this event. I want to make sure that it's people that are of quality are in are ready to learn. You get what right. I'm saying? So you got to think about that. It's definitely quality over quantity for sure. You have dropped so many nuggets. We're going to go into our next part of the segment. But you guys, quality over quantity, bringing value, really thinking your event through. And then also, if you're going to reach out to media, really establishing organic relationships is what's going to make it successful. If you can't do any of the above, then that's why you need to hire a gen in your life (laughs) because they already have that 
all mapped out for you. But I mean, you just dropped so much. It was just like atomic bombs going <laughs> off in here. Boom, 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 boom. But this is my favorite part of the segment. Okay. Let's because go. I mean, you're already a publicist. Mm-hmm. So this is fun. Um, I'm going to bring up something that recently happened in the media. And I want your opinion to see like, would you PR it better or tell them to PR themselves better? Mm-hmm. Okay. So recently, I would say it was probably around Halloween. There was a model, a plus size model. I think her name is Tabria Majors, or maybe I'm not saying it right. She reenacted literally like every single one of Beyonce's videos. Okay. Like she went from when I tell you she did Dangerous in Love, she did uh what's and the it went one viral, where, right? It went completely viral. Mm-hmm. Um and it got the attention of Beyonce. So everybody was tagging Beyonce in the in her video. Come to find out she spent twenty thousand dollars producing that. And in my mind I'm like, twenty G's just for a a Halloween video of you impersonating all of Beyonce's music videos. And then later on, a couple weeks later, Beyonce releases her new Ivy Park collection. And you know how they do it on social media. You see everybody with the box yes. and so the, they ended up sending one to Tavria as a thank you for, you know, what she did and how it went viral and everything. And I'm like, okay, pause. She's already, I wouldn't say she's like top tiered plus model. I don't know her that well. I would say middle tiered. Okay. So if you're her publicist, she's put in and invested about 20K. Now she has the attention, so to speak, of Beyonce's camp. She's got in the Ivy Park. Everybody around the world has seen this viral video. How should she publish? How should she continue this 15 minutes of fame based off of this virality? Um, maybe for the through the end of the year, you think? Do you Damn. think she can continue to monetize this with different brands because what she's done i do think yep that's an angle that's a way she can monetize is she can pitch herself as you know the proclaimed uh beyonce whatever and she can kind of match herself with brands yes let me go back to how much she spent to produce that i think that's a little bit excessive i wouldn't have spent 20k i would have got a whole bunch of creatives involved Mm. and i would figure out how to be cost effective and produce this video because I feel like you can produce a video without spending 20k I honestly think you can do that um so maybe if she didn't mind spending the 20k sure go ahead but like spending that much to produce a video I'm sure it could cost five thousand or less and I don't know about all that (laughs) um in terms of the 15 minutes of fame I think you would really need to think about a, a strategy in terms of how you can capitalize off of this this nice explosion or, you know, notice that you got from Beyonce. For example, Beyonce's The King video, whatever it's called, with, um, you know, where she used all these yeah, African Black artists. Yeah, hmm Every artist in that video, like Shatawali, the, even the dancer, they used it as a, they, they built a media campaign. They were all interviewed. They were all like on major outlets. Even even Vinny, he his piece Beth, was. I love you, Vinny. <laughs> his piece was on Beyonce in the video, and he capitalized on it by you know it's a good press opportunity. So what I would say is she can go along with you know the extent the extensive press opportunities, and from there, that's how brands will start watching you because you're in the media, your name is popping up, they're seeing who you are, and they're gonna want to work with you. That's the strategy I would go with, you know, take that press opportunity, run with it, and then watch the brands come after you. You get what I'm saying? 
and that will even take you to bigger heights. That's my that would I be my that. strategy because you can really as being in the media is has its pros. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. People see that you're a big deal. This this person's name is coming up everywhere, and then brands are gonna follow you because brands know. They need that traction, especially during this climate of racial unrest, civil stuff, all this black life. Yes, because the companies <laughs> understand that 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 we as people of color are done with the suppression, the oppression, all that stuff. So they are now looking at us and wanting to. Act, I mean, they're a little late, lying a lie, uh, you know. <laughs> but they're now using us more and actually highlighting who we are as black people and wanting to actually partner with us and, and, and push the narrative. So this is actually a good opportunity. And that's exactly how I would, I would, you know, create a campaign for her because just stay in the press, stay in the press and watch those brands come out and follow you, especially being attached to Beyonce because Beyonce, everybody wants Beyonce. Every brand wants Beyonce. And the thing about Beyonce, Beyonce has it in her power to work with and get anything she wants. You know what I'm saying? So if you think smart like that, then you'll be successful. I freaking love it. I have nothing else to add to that. I was thinking the same exact thing. Like, even if she invested 20K, she probably can make that back really quick if she latched onto some of these brands that yep. want content creation mm-hmm. or creative mm-hmm. content creation. And I agree with you on using local. Like, she was wearing a bunch of different outfits. Mm-hmm. So, the first thing in my mind, I kind of think like you, I was like, I wonder if she used local designers or independent or indie designers to create those outfits for her. Cause that would have been cool to kind of shout them out as a part of that project, Absolutely. but I didn't see that online. Maybe she did, but I think that would have been an even better angle. Cause if you're a part of something, you want to share it yourself too. Absolutely. So that could have made the reach of it go a whole hell of a lot further. Absolutely. So Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Jen, for coming in today and just dropping so much knowledge on us. Tell us how we can follow you. If folks want to work with you, how do they reach out to you? Let's hear it. So you can, (laughs) guys, I'm a publicist and I hate social media. (laughs) But if you want to keep up with me, just follow me on my main personal page. I am the Jen Eero. J-E-N-I-R-O, or my actual business page, Jen Eero Agency, Jen Eero, J-E-N-I-R-O Agency, or you can go to my website, the Jen Eero Agency. Like, you'll find me. I'm always here. I'm around Dallas, and, you know, I'm just there. But, like, I'm definitely not a social media person. I'll tell you that right now. But you can keep up with me, or just ask about me. People know who I am. My name travels fast. No offense. I ain't trying to boost myself, but I'm just saying. (laughs) But that's how you can keep up with me, guys. And even if you don't want to work with her. She's just very entertaining to follow. And sometimes really, really, really late at night when most of us are up working, she's still working. It's like, Hey, just check it in. Who else is still up working? Absolutely. absolutely. And she's just funny and fun. So if nothing else, just follow her for entertainment purposes yes. and to see who all of her amazing clients are so that you can go out and support them. Thank you, Jen. You Thank you guys. If you like this, please share it out. You know what you got to do. You got to hit that subscribe button. And you also need to rate and review the PR Yourself with Leah Frazier podcast. Have episode suggestions or you want to hear from Jen again, hit me up, Leah at think3media.com. And thank you for tuning in. And until next time. time.